0: Let's get started.
1: Hey there, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. This is Jennifer. Now this week, we're gonna talk about starting your very own nonprofit organization at your medical practice. Now physicians and practice managers can put their values into action, support medical research and training, and offer community service by starting your very own nonprofit organization. Now, idealism is great, but realism means that there are some important factors to consider before launching your nonprofit group or foundation. In this week's episode, Christy Moss, president of Moss Resource Group, joins guest host Keith Landry to discuss the tax and business advantages of establishing and continuing to operate a nonprofit group. And why growing a foundation is a marketing marathon. Now I'm going to tell you, Corey and I have actually had a lot of experience building various foundations for our medical practice clients. And I can tell you firsthand, it is one of those gifts that just keep on giving. Not only are you able to do great things in your community, but just like I said, it's a marathon of opportunity when it comes to marketing your medical practice. Now, Christy Moss is president and owner of Moss Resource Group, a company she founded 20 years ago. Moss is a medical practice management consultant who partners with healthcare organizations to help them achieve profitable growth and efficient operations. Her team, they implement solutions to create and maintain high-performing organizations. Now, we've had Christy on this this show before, and I think you're going to get some real value. So go ahead and listen in. Let's get started.
2: Hello, everyone. I'm Keith Landry. Thanks for being with us. I'm joined by Christy Moss, the president of Moss Resource Group, and she's a consultant who partners with healthcare organizations across America to improve efficiencies, sort of going in and seeing if the house is in order, seeing if budgets are in order, operations are in order, HR is in order, and improving efficiencies. Great to have you with us today, Christy.
3: Thank you so much, Keith, for asking me to join you.
2: You betcha. And what an interesting job that you have, because The medical sector, of course, one of the cylinders of the U.S. economy that's been firing so well over the last several years, and a growing sector of the economy. With the aging of America, I believe the medical sector only gets stronger and bigger and booming more and more. So what are some of the things you do as you approach your job to try and improve the efficiencies of medical practices? So
3: within medical practices, I always think it's important. I work with medical practices and a couple. Different perspectives. I manage several practices. But also come in and work with practices to identify their strategy. And I come in and do special projects to identify where they're at and where they could be. So I think it's important always to look at a strategy. Look at your market, look at where you need to be and where you want to go, and how are we going to get there?
2: And you do a lot of work sort of improving the efficiencies, broad scale, big picture on the operations, but also sort of delving into the various items of what they do in the various budget items. Because we talk a lot about marketing on this podcast. Let's just briefly look at how you approach the value that medical practices are getting out of their marketing efforts.
3: I think it's very important for medical practices to identify, as I mentioned, the strategy. Where do they want to go, but how are they going to get there? And it needs to be aligned with their mission and vision and values. What patients do they want to reach? I think it's very important to put a plan together in terms of, here are the objectives that we wish to see, and which is not a right term. It's where where we're going to go and measure it on a quarterly basis, if not more often, especially like during this time of COVID when we're looking at it more frequently. Identify where do we want to go and how are we going to get there, and how are our efforts meeting where our benchmarks choose to be. That was my next question. How should a medical
2: practice manager be thinking about how they do their marketing plan in order to be most efficient and to maximize profits?
3: So I think they should be thinking in terms of the cost of a marketing plan is really an investment in the future. So we spend dollars today and we won't see it possibly today. It could be a week or two or three months or even a year down the line. But it's important to let people know our story. It's important to let people know communication about who we are, the things that we're doing, the, the cutting edge services that we provide or how our physicians and providers differ from others in the area, what quality we're providing, what value we're providing to the patients, and allowing patients to know that when they come in to see us, they're going to get high-quality care. That's a given, but also great customer service, and that they will feel welcomed and cared for in our facility.
2: So, Christy, when I look at the list of some of the services that you provide as a practice management consultant, there are things like operational reviews, revenue cycle, practice management strategic planning, personnel issues, financial reporting and governance, very technical, deep down into the books type of operational issues. But there's another one you offer that's certainly fascinating, and that is helping medical groups set up nonprofit organizations. First of all, tell us why they would want to do that and what value they might get out of doing that.
3: Nonprofit organizations are very valuable. So I work with for-profit corporations like an independent medical clinics, and I also work with large healthcare organizations. And many of us have probably heard of the foundations for the large healthcare organizations And those really have a community purpose, a community service that they provide. So the basis of nonprofits is that community service and that giving back to the community. What I've seen in private practices, I've seen private practices set up nonprofit organizations for a variety of reasons. One is giving back to the community. In a variety of ways, it could be through research and development. So doing research and having studies in which it's very specified what they're doing. Also related to services to other countries, services to other countries to help them develop. And also in terms of education and training, providing a nonprofit organization in order to set that up in order to provide training. And that's interesting. Let's
2: talk just a little bit more about that. Using the nonprofit to provide training. Mm It's super important to keep the skills up to speed for uh, physicians
3: themselves and to keep the staff up to speed on changing technologies. Absolutely. And that's the purpose of some of the nonprofit organizations. Often that goes in effect with the research because research and training often go hand in hand. The research that's being done to determine what are new services or what are new medications that can be provided, new types of treatments that can be taken care of, and then to train about those new treatments. I guess you asked specifically about training and education, not so different than any other organization that provides training and education. How can we help our staff and our physicians be knowledgeable and to be understand what's going on in the newest item?
1: Hey guys, Christiana Youngchi here to tell you about Insight Training Solutions. Storytelling matters, and being strong at it can take your medical practice from good to great. Insight Training Solutions is a comprehensive digital employee engagement and training platform built for your medical practice. Employees can log on from anywhere, anytime to receive crucial patient experience and communication training so they can help tell your practice's story. Improve the patient experience today with Insight Training Solutions. Courses start at just $59. Check us out at insighttraining solutions.io or Google Insight Training Solutions for a better patient experience.
2: Interesting. What are some of the considerations that a practice manager should look at and analyze and be thinking about before they make the decision to set up a nonprofit organization? What are some of the Operational issues, budgetary issues, board issues that they should think out before they just run off and set up a foundation.
3: So, a foundation has to be set up by an attorney and you need to work with your accountant in it. So there's some very stringent requirements related to it. I guess I see a nonprofit organization as another arm for marketing, but another arm for services that we can provide to the community. And a lot of times when people think about a nonprofit organization, they think that they're not in it to make money, which is true. We're not in it. When you set up a nonprofit organization, you set it up for the purpose of the organization. So if it's research, that's what it's set up for. Or if it's for community service, that's the purpose of it. And it does make money so that it can generate itself and so that it can sustain itself and be a continuing entity to take care of whatever we've identified. So you talked about the budgetary and the strategic. I think it's really important. And for the organizations that I've worked to set up or to make stronger, what's important there is that we identify identify, we have a pretty clear definition of what it is that we want to accomplish. And often the organizations that set those up, organizations that have a very strong conscience about what they want to be and where they want to become.
2: Interesting. And when you're setting up a foundation, there's usually a board with some kind Mm -hmm. of an executive leader. What is some of the coaching and consulting you do for the foundation itself to keep those board members engaged? throughout the year or over several years? Because many times you got a nonprofit group and you've got people that were placed on the board for strategic reasons, perhaps connections or whatever the value was when they brought it on the board. But sometimes they tend to be super busy people. What do you do to
3: keep them engaged? I think it's important to keep in front of them the purpose of the organization, to run very efficient and effective meetings so it's very pointed, hey, this is where we are, this is where we want to go, to provide leadership, education, and more Information about the specific organization and about the trends within the market and where we're going to be. I think that's important to do because you're right. Many of those board members are busy people. They have a lot of other things going on. So it's important to use effectively use their time specific to our organization.
2: So let's talk about the marketing of the nonprofit organization for the medical group or healthcare organization. Is it a lot different than marketing the medical practice, or do they tend to sort? of run down the same stream together. It's
3: pretty similar and it mostly depends on the purpose of the organization. So if it's a research foundation or a research organization and it's a nonprofit organization, it's important to get patients into your practice so that the research will be completed and so that you have enough people within your study to complete the research study and gather appropriate information. So in some cases that's a very directed that's a very directed marketing boy or plan. I think it's also very important as not as an organization, this is separate from the nonprofit organization, but I think for the medical practices, I think it's important to market the nonprofit organizations with them so that individuals who are in the community know that, hey, this isn't just a medical practice trying to make a lot of money. They also have other interests in the community and they want to make the world a better place.
2: Can you tell us a success story of one of the nonprofit groups that you helped to set up and how they really carried out their mission and maintain their momentum?
3: Yes, there's been a couple of them. But the one that I think is the most interesting is I worked with a physician or a group of physicians who set up a nonprofit specifically related to providing humanitarian aid in Africa. So it was their mission and they have for the last 10 years, they've traveled to Africa and provided some health care for individuals in Africa, but also are along with that physicians and the nurses and the administrative people who traveled with them. They provided training for the people who live in Africa and they have provided stoves so that people could hot water and so that they could clean their house or so that they could disinfect things. So it's a combination of providing medical services for humanitarian aid, but teaching them to fish. So not just giving them fish to eat, but teaching them to fish and helping them to take care of themselves and make a better world for
2: And as you look back on their efforts over the years, would you say they did do a good job of marketing their mission to get donors and potential leaders of supplies and things?
3: Right. I would say at first, no, they struggled with that. And we didn't do a very good job of putting together a marketing plan. But as we developed and as we learned... That's, I guess that's the good thing about life. You can continue to learn, right? As we continue to learn, we start, we did a better job of, or they did a better job of marketing who they were and what they were doing so they could get more people who are interested in contributing to them so that when they were in Africa, they could either take more people with them and they could provide more stoves for the people who are living there.
2: That is awesome. And when you're running a foundation, you got to be thinking marathon because the very nature of that foundation is for it to be self sustaining absolutely so when you're planning to market it to get donors have people show up for the gala find volunteers to do the projects you're working on how do you keep the momentum going on the marketing effort
3: that is a challenge because it is a marathon and that's something that you want to keep all of your people who are employed by the foundation and people who are supporting the foundation the board members and the people whose idea the foundation was you want to keep them involved Keep them interested. Excited is probably too strong of a word, but to keep them. Interested in the foundation and to keep the mission alive and growing.
2: Any other thoughts that you would share with our listeners, maybe medical practice managers who have been mulling over this idea of setting up a nonprofit group maybe for a long time? One last bit of advice for
3: them? I would say if you've been thinking about it for a long time or even a short time, I would highly encourage you to pursue it because there's a lot of satisfaction that comes from providing services or support to others others to help them do better. I've worked with, you asked me earlier about a success story that I've had. Another success story that comes to mind is they did we did some research in one of the organizations that we put together and we were able to generate actual results. And so people could do better in their lives from the treatments that they were, treatments that they were receiving. And so it feels like you're giving back to society. So for anyone who's thinking about it, I would highly encourage it, take a look into it, do a little bit of research, but move forward with
2: it. Christy Moss, the president of Moss Resource Group. Thank you for your wonderful insights today and for giving us your time and your energy and helping our listeners improve their marketing ideas and efficiencies. We appreciate you.
3: Thank you, Keith. You have a wonderful day.